Hey, what's up? Welcome to In The Zone. Your boy Dave Delgado in studio. Desiree EA. And we're talking fitness. We're talking bodybuilding. We're talking powerlifting. Uh, everything you can think of as far as fitness. Uh, first off, let's talk about how you got involved with just weight training uh, in general. You said you were about 21, 22 when you first started working out with the weights. You never really played sports growing up. I never played sports. I was actually, funny enough, I was like that person that everyone in the playground picks last to play dodgeball. <laughs> never played sports growing up. And so picking up the weights for the first time, starting to work out, you see improvements, you see your body change. Uh, what what happened next? Um, you know, I actually started so I started lifting at uh, 20 when I was 22 um, but that to to even do that to come to that decision was inspired by the fact that I wanted to compete like never lifted a weight ever and um, I just wanted to jump in the fire and compete um, something you know just like devastating at that time happened you know heartbroken typical story but it motivated me to do something that I've never done something completely different and outside of my comfort zone and so I went for it found a coach six months later I was on a stage uh, competing at my first bodybuilding show and won that show and won and only yeah. six months of competing yeah. or six months of training. And, you know, being that fresh onto the scene, especially bodybuilding, I mean, you know, you get some people that six months, that's just prep of getting ready for a show, not right. just, okay, I'm going to do a show right. in six months. Uh, what was that like hitting the stage for the first time? Oh man, um, I still remember it vividly. It was it was nerve wracking. I, I didn't know what I was doing, um, but it was... It was very empowering after the fact, but the whole, the being on stage in itself, it's kind of, it's, that part is kind of a blur because I was just, I was nervous. I was so nervous. And, and being on stage for the first time and, and having your coach there for you, what was something that really stuck to you um, on, on stage? Just, I mean, was it really just focusing on hitting your poses? Was it just tuning everything out and just following your routine, listening to the music? What helped you get through that first show um the day of the show what helped me through yeah I think you really do have to block everything out but I think the same goes with just about anything else that you do when it comes to game day regardless of what you do right regardless of what's going on um every single day of training and then just the the sweat and the tears it led up to that one day so you have to really tune everything out and just focus on the what's in front of you and in that very moment literally judges were in front of me so I just kind of had to appreciate that moment and uh, you know remember that I practice day in and day out for, for that day so um, having my support team there and, and my coach there that definitely helped you know gave me that boost of confidence um, but yeah again I think that just goes with any anything else that you do and you said you did a total of eight shows eight shows and um Looking back at those eight shows and you've seen uh, the improvements with your package um, at every show, um, which show do you remember most or which one stands out the most as far as this was my complete package? Oh, complete package? Complete best package, I would have to say 2015 nationals, my first national show ever. Um, and I, I actually took fourth overall at that show. And as far as bodybuilding, uh, which event 
do you think uh, you had the most fun at? Ooh, the most fun, probably, probably that same one. Um, and, and, and I say it because, I mean, I had fun at, you know, at every show that I competed in, but that was the most fun because I was standing on a national stage and this, this show that I competed at Miami, that's, that's like the biggest national stage that you can stand on. And I honestly felt that I didn't belong there, you know? So I literally went there just to have fun. I didn't think I was going to be looked at, noticed, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of girls there. Um, and my, you know, one of my brothers went with me at that time. So we just went, we were in Miami, we had fun. I was just happy to be in that environment. Um, so, but because I didn't expect to even place, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to join myself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we've seen a lot of videos, a lot of pictures with people indulging after a show. I mean, of course, the go-to, everybody posts donuts, you know, yeah. donuts is the go-to. <laughs> pizza. Yeah, pizza. Yeah. Um, for you, uh, what is that that cheat that go-to meal after a show where hey all that training it's done posing's done pictures videos where it's all taken care of now let, let's unwind and let's just eat it all up oh gosh you're gonna laugh well everyone who knows me well knows that it's always sushi sushi which isn't even that bad yeah but yeah. that's my thing that's my thing okay so um bodybuilding then you started to venture off into the fitness industry yeah. uh Tell us about um, the first time you thought about, okay, well, I've competed, I've been on the stage, now it's time for me to kind of give back and, and help those and inspire those that um, never have been into a gym, kind of timid and intimidated to, to even just walk into a gym. Yeah. Now this is your time to give um, all the knowledge that you've gained throughout the years to help these people and help anybody out there that wants to get in shape and better themselves? Um, you know, the, it, the thought came to mind um, after my, my first show, which was 2006, because I was just doing something for me, for my, um, you know, mental just to kind of feed me mentally and emotionally, right? And um, I didn't realize throughout that whole journey how many people I was helping, you know, and inspiring and, you know, just gave them the motivation to do something that they never done. You know, you don't really... I was young, too, so I was just kind of in my own headspace. Um, but the more people started to, to become vocal about that and share their experience on how I inspired them without with just doing what I, I did... Um, when I became a mom, a stay-at-home mom in 2009, which was three years later, I decided, you know, I have time on my hands. This is something that's been kind of in my heart and in my mind. Um, so I took that time and uh, started studying online and, and got certified. And from there, when did you first take on a client and, and start to help somebody make that transformation and, and to get that person to where they wanted to be? Oh, immediately. Um, I would say it took me about about five, six months. So right after that, I started taking clients. And I was, I, you know, I was doing that part-time. Like I mentioned, I was a full-time mom. And I was, before I 
I became full-time mom, I was a full-time hairdresser. I, I was in the hair industry, industry for like 20 years. Um, so I was personal training, but that was really part-time. It was like one or two clients here and there. What's the most uh, fulfilling thing uh, that you get out of helping your clients and, and, you know, saying, okay, well, what's your goal and, and helping them achieve that? Um, you know, <clears throat> I found that even though this, this in the fitness industry is about changing your body physically, right? What I found to be most fulfilling for me is the, just you see these people become an entirely different person and it's because of what they feel inside you know their body's changing and they're losing weight and inches and that's great that's what I'm you know that's what I'm here for but like I said what I found that that most fulfills me and keeps me satisfied doing satisfied doing what I do is uh, just the, the confidence and and the belief that they have in themselves and that's just kind of a domino effect after that. They start doing other things that they never thought they would do. Um, so it's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, I think, you know, we talked about this uh, off uh, the air that, you know, it, it's something that I think as a coach, um, the the ultimate um, thing that you can get out of giving your time to somebody is hopefully somebody that you have um, helped along the way can um, – come back and, and share their knowledge too because I think you know once somebody gets in, involved with just fitness itself it becomes a lifestyle and then they feel so confident like you said to the point where they're drawing in other people family members to the gym to help them out and, and yeah. get them in shape yeah you know and uh, that, that's such a great point that you bring up um, those are the kind of things that really touch my heart um, because I've seen it and I still see it you know I, I see these people who come in no idea what they're doing and they're probably going through they're you know fighting their battles going through whatever it is they're going through that brought them into the gym in the first place and then they just you know emerge into someone completely different and their spirit, their this energy that they start to give off becomes so infectious that yeah, their family and their friends start to ask questions like, "What are you doing?" And and you know, I, I always tell people it's just a matter of time. They're gonna they're gonna you know latch on and, and be like, "Okay, let me let me try it," because yeah. they see just what this has done for them. And I think the the other thing to that is is just. They, they just start approaching everything differently because you could tell someone like the first time in the gym, they're just, okay, it's just, they're showing up, working out. Now they're taking pride in it because you see them, oh, they got new gym clothes, yeah, oh, yeah. new gym shoes. They're matching <laughs> now. It's like, oh, you're swagging now, swagged out. Getting your hair yeah, done. Yeah, you yeah. So that, I think that to me, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool when somebody is, you know, to the point where, okay, I'm here, I'm doing it, it it's a routine, but yeah, I might as well look good doing it too. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, again, I can't emphasize enough how, you know, it's great, the losing weight, the inches, you know, I'm, I have, my run is faster, that's awesome, and those are obviously goals that are tangible and achievable, but the most beautiful part is just the, the, the person that they, they become. Okay, so now we've... Uh, been on the stage as a bodybuilder mm -hmm. uh you're currently doing um the the fitness and and uh training side uh 
you just recently took up the sport of powerlifting a little yeah. over a year ago. Yeah. And uh, man, uh, you just shot out the gate and I'm killing it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> definitely uh, uh, out there. Uh, getting some metal so let's talk about your first competition um how long were you powerlifting before you said hey i'm gonna do a show uh, uh a meet now oh gosh that's that's a hard question to answer i um there was a mock meet that uh well you know grace yep. grace uh was holding the mock meet at custom and this was 2000 december november or december of 2017 yeah, 2017. And I was supposed to go to a bodybuilding show in November. Uh, about six weeks into that prep, I just I just couldn't for, you know, for several reasons. And because I was going to be there and uh, she was having this mock meet, she kept poking and probing and like, just do it, just do it. So I finally, I was like, what else am I going to do? I'll just do it. So I did it and... That was kind of the beginning of it. And in April, I competed at my first actual meet. So I would say officially started training on a prep January of last year. And let's talk about uh, the competitions uh, you have taken part in and uh, how you've done in those competitions. Uh, well, I won at that first meet and won my, my weight class. Um, first place and then I went to nationals in Las Vegas last year um, things happened with weighing in and my coach just made a decision and told me to go up in a weight class uh, so I did that but I I won third in that weight class which is not my weight class but I, I was still able to place and that was that was a lot of fun that was that was a lot of fun and a lot I had a lot of Guam support too that was uh, a Vegas one yeah, yeah that was Vegas that was Vegas um, and then November of last year did record breakers which is a huge meet um, did really well at that that that's where people actually like break records they don't go they don't like give out medals or anything so it's ran differently um but my those numbers, the numbers that I hit at that meet in November, got me to be top ten in the world in all federations. So that kind of paid off. In That's the world, in the world, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's talk about your most recent competition. Uh, was it Missouri? Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, now this is one of the the meets where you said uh, you were going to be in the area. You kind of stumbled across it. You, you registered for registered for it and mm -hmm. said, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and do this uh, mm -hmm. meet." while I'm, I'm in the area and uh, ended up taking first. Yeah, first. And so this meet was the first time I ever took an overall. So they, they give out, at the end of it, you know, they award in each weight class. And then there's one overall for women and then one overall for men. And I took the overall for women. Yeah, and it's like a nice little box where it's like a chest. You yeah, open it, it's like, cool. bam. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you, you talked about um, meeting a lot of contacts out there. Mm -hmm. and, and people were really amazed by uh, what you were able to do in such a short period of time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if everyone was amazed and impressed, but whatever. The people every, were impressed. Everybody <laughs> but your opponent. You know? right. yeah. uh, who cares? Yeah. Um, I, the, I made really good contacts with uh, the judges out there. The judges were just kind of like, uh, who are you? You know, <laughs> this brown girl from Guam. Why are you here? You know, there were just so many questions. Um, but I was able to talk to a few of them in depth. And um, yeah, they're pretty 
pretty amazed that I just started last year and I was doing what I was doing and you know they can't wait to see him on their platform again so that's pretty cool yeah so let's talk about uh, your weight class 120 pounds yeah 123 and uh, let's talk about the numbers that you put up at this meet um so I you know I posted it I posted it uh, a few days ago I'll admit this wasn't my best performance you know um did I go in there with a different mindset? Yeah, I did. But what actually happened wasn't what I wanted to happen. Did I still come out on, on top? I did. But at the end of the day, I think any true competitor, uh, win or not, they know what their absolute best is. You know, and that wasn't my absolute best. Um, I'm just lucky that even at my worst, <laughs> you know, it was still enough. But that that made me hungry to to do better next time. But I still came up with you know impressive numbers for my weight class I ended with a 303 squat a 192 bench and a 391 deadlift so yeah and uh, we were also talking about the top female in in your weight class what she puts <laughs> up on the bench it's so annoying I'm like <laughs> how yeah, it's, it's not like, possible yeah so uh, for those that are listening and tuning in uh, at 125 pounds this uh, female that uh, is I guess holding the record benched 275 pounds and that's not even her best yeah that you know she she's obviously gone up since then that was last november but 275 yeah at record breakers and you were talking about how your numbers with uh the deadlift and the squat are you know you're, you're within striking distance yeah absolutely. but it's, it's the bench that really kind of like separates yeah. uh, the rest of the field yeah and, and in, in the sport of <laughs> Powerlifting, you're combining all three lifts, all right? Three. For for total weight. Mm -hmm. So that's where you really, you know, if, if one event is your strongest, that's where you're gonna build a little bit of a cushion uh, to everybody else. Well, yeah, you know, it's, you kind of have to play with it. You know, you're strong at some point. Then obviously, you want to maximize in that lift. But um, I don't know. In a weird way, I'm kind of opposite. I go with what I'm weakest at, or uh, what I know someone is absolutely better at me in comparison and I put all my energy into that and that's what I tried to do this last prep but um, I'm kind of far from 275 on the bench yeah. so I got a lot of work to do and, you know <laughs> when you're in the gym and and getting ready for for competition um, you know what is the numbers that you're you're targeting I mean is that what tells you, okay, this is what I'm going to try to hit at this meet? Are you playing with the numbers in between as far as like few pounds up from the, the lifts you uh, get at the gym? Um, yeah, so your your goal is to always go, you know, go beyond what you've done, right? That's on the day of the platform, you just kind of let it all go and, and you know, try to PR. Um, but prepping for a meet and everyone is different there's no right or wrong way but for me and it has a lot to do with uh, the coach that I have I don't obsess about a number you know some days I go in there and I feel great and I'm hitting every single attempt and you know I'm feeling strong and then the next week I'm not able to do what I did last week you know and when you start obsessing with with that I just think it you know it kind of brings you down so I go with how I feel obviously you always want to push the envelope uh, which I, I do, in, I think. Um, but yeah, on game day, absolutely, you want to push for more than you've ever done. Well, uh, deadlift 
Deadlifts and Dames uh, coming up July 27th yes. at Steel Athletics. And man, I was really impressed by the first showing because they were there were some um, some ladies in there that you know were were I want to say. Uh, Pretty seasoned when it came to uh, uh, being out there and and, and doing it. And um, you talk about inspiration and inspiring those. Um, there were a few ladies past the sixty year mark, yeah. and and they came out there looking like you know, hey, this is what I this do. This is what I do. Yeah. I own this, and and they definitely <laughs> did uh, own it because. Um, man, just the way they just approached their lift and just walking out there like just so much confidence mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. having fun with it yeah um that is that was really really nice to see that um no matter the age no matter the size no matter the weight powerlifting is for everybody yeah um i tell you dave that was one of my best accomplishments ever across the board even that you know next to all my competitions. That was one of my best accomplishments. Um, and I think it's because, you know, not to downplay anything that I've done, but there were so many women there. So, I mean, you saw it. You saw yep. it. And they were, I mean, I think the age, ages ranged from 16 to 63. You know, that's how diverse this group oh, yeah. was. Some were moms, some, some were grandmothers, some were students. I mean, you name it, they were there. They were a part of this event. But, you know, a lot of them were scared, believe it or not. They, you know, you hear competition, and even though women innately are competitive, it was scary because it was something different. They never done it, you know, but they, they committed, and the day of, like you said, they would just walk up there with, with confidence. And I think after their first attempt, they were like, I got this. Yeah, and, <laughs> and after the, the event, they were like, uh, so what's the next one? No, exactly. <laughs> it was like immediately I got messages, and yeah, the day of the event, they're like, so when's the next one? So it stirred up a lot of just positive energy, and um, again, going back to seeing just the, the, the person that they become through fitness, I mean, it's an amazing thing. It really is an amazing thing. And, it, and it's something to, to be proud of because they can literally say, um, you know, what do you do? I mean, what's your hobby? And they can straight up say, I'm a power lifter. You know, I deadlift. Yeah. I deadlift. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And <laughs> no it, big deal. No yeah, big deal. <laughs> exactly. So um, let's talk about the event. July 27th, Steel Athletics. Uh, how can people register? And um, let's drop some info on, on how anybody out there can, can get involved. Um, well, yep. It's July 27th, Saturday, Steel Athletics. Um Registration is actually open already, and there are quite a few women who already registered. They're, they're like, ready. They're ready to get back up there. Um, so, it, yeah, any anyone can directly message me, go to Still. Um, and if there are any other questions, I mean, it, anyone who has competed before will be more than happy to answer any questions, but um, I would be the main contact, so feel free to contact me directly. And um, they can follow you. Let's drop uh, your social media uh, outlets. How can people uh, track you and, and get info and just follow you on everything that, that you're doing? Um, I use I mostly use uh, Instagram for, for everything for the gym. So uh, Instagram username is des.eay. 
Um, so yeah, follow me there, message me there. You can find me there. I'm I'm on Facebook as well. It's just my name, Desiree A. But I'm rarely on that. So you better luck on through IG. All right. So uh, make sure to follow Des. Uh, good luck to you in in, in all your future endeavors. Uh, make sure to check out Deadlifts and Dames yes. too. Still Athletics, July 27th, and um, it's definitely going to be a a, a well worthy event. Um, Proceeds. I mean, are, are they charging at the door this time? Proceeds going. I know. Uh, so every single event there, we take donations at the door, yeah. and we donate it to some sort of charity. So uh, every every time the charity changes. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to go to a good cause, um, and the registration money will go just right back into the competitors, getting them their shirts and you know their trophies and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's for a good cause and it's fun and you know it's going to be a good time. Yep. Support the cause. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us on Sound. SoundCloud.com slash KUAM News.